If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM, let's create. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time for Caroline. Okay, here we are. This is Girlfriend Confidential Part 2. And I have two of my favorite girlfriends, Lane Crowder and Kristen Brust, in the house. What's up? We're actually in the Crowder House. We're in the Crowder House. The Crowder Tree House. The Crowder Tree House because literally you are in a forest. Feels like it, except there's a house there and there and there and there. Don't look. Just you can't that. see them. Yeah. <laughs> the bamboo hides it. But here's the problem. We don't know how to take care of bamboo, and so if it gets too tall, it'll block our view. It's not indigenous to our people. To yeah. Know, to know Haven't quite learned it yet. But I are did think the other day. I'm really proud of my I'm impressed. That's good. What did you just say? Haphazardly. Haphazardly disheveled. Mm-hmm. I have quite the vocabulary. Lainey did not haphazardly whip together the most amazing lunch. It was pretty good. That happens about twice a year. I feel grateful that I got to Don't tell Corey. That's why when you're in there wondering, like, how happy Michael would be if he had this spread, I'm like, well, Corey never gets this. I know. I was like, man, if Michael came home one day and I just had all this home-cooked food just out for display, he'd be so happy. But don't you feel, don't you feel like it's, the reason you do it for girlfriends is because they wouldn't, like Preston wouldn't walk in and be like, this is a beautiful table of food. He'd be like, babe, this is awesome. Like, you just, you know, like, that's why you do it for your girlfriends. Uh, Corey wouldn't have noticed the gathered sun. No. Did, wait, did y'all notice? I did. With the picture. With the tea. With the tea. Yeah. He would have noticed it. Which is totally nostalgic for me because my mom used to make tea punch all the time. So this takes me back to when I was a child. Well, I'm so glad. So we've been really already pre-covering a lot of like pretty strong topics here. We've solved all of life's problems. I will say, in all of the world, you're my two safest spots. 
I love that. I feel I honestly I feel like I could come and just this is sound awful, but take this compliment. Just dump all my feelings on y'all. Yeah. <laughs> y'all can really but it's what I told you earlier. You said I'm sorry for dumping all this on you. And I said you're lifing on us. This is just life. This is what we do. We talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. Sort it through. And then two months later, we get together and sort it all through again. Oh, Same well. stuff everybody just wrote to you. It's the grab bag of feelings. Because <laughs> Kristen, what was it that we said? That we said, I forgot how to describe it. Oh, I'm going to take that back for God. My eyes twitching. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> my eyes twitching all the time. So what was it? Like, you and I have, when we talked about something, we are like, oh, I'm, we're not going to stress about this anymore. We're going to give it to God. Like, the visual handing it over, which I actually was inspired by. Look at my eyes. <laughs> I've tried to use it a few times when, like, most recently in my discussion with you, for me, it was just handing my marriage over to God. And it's not that it's bad, but Preston and I kind of speed dated, you know, for everybody who's new. You guys know. Y'all got that. together, and then how many months were pregnant? Listen, we're coming up on four years, and we've had, we have two babies on earth, one baby in heaven, a new home. Like, I don't, he'd be so mad at me. I don't know how many, like, top ten records or whatever. <laughs> You know, a number one song, just a lot of life lived in four years. But that's what happens when you find your person. You just go for it. Um, but I was saying, there's no time to date, yeah. which is real for us. So y'all are kind of reverse dating. So now you've got all the kids, all it's the It's reverse life. Reverse life. Yeah. How is that? Because Lainey and I did it opposite. We've, both, we've been with our guys forever. Like, Michael and I have been together for over 10 years. You and Corey have been together. I think that's how it's, think you're supposed 20. to be. Right? 20 years? Not, you're not even coming old up enough on to 20. be over 20 years. I know, it's crazy. How old were y'all when y'all got together? 16 and 17. You've been together oh no, I told my age. I don't think I care. I think I blogged about my age yesterday, so I think we're okay. Well, yeah, a long time, but you think of then your babies when you're together, and then you become adults together, and then you do music industry together. That's like a lot of different lives. And y'all navigated a lot, because like when you and Corey first got together, it wasn't like he was just rolling in the success yet. No, there was no rolling. <laughs> <laughs> There was no rolling. We, you know, I think our parents were. I'm sure if I'm a parent of adult children one day, hopefully I'll have the opportunity that I would tell my kids the same thing. Are you sure you need to get married at 22 and 23? You think you haven't figured out, but you have no money. What are you going to do for health insurance? What you know? There were a lot of red flags. Yeah, I mean, I don't think my parents were terribly stoked about that. I won't go into the conversation. Listen, there may have been an intervention right before my wedding to say, <laughs> is this really what you want to do? I remember the dinner oh. conversation. And it wasn't anything against Corey. It's just you you I know it's going to be a fear. hard road. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like there's no plan. And that's what all three of us have in common. Like we're all musician families. Like there's no set plan on how this thing is going to unfold. There is no, Meaning there, today or life? Because even today it switched 10 times. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like some people who want just a really safe life, who want it all organized and like mapped out, don't go into the music industry. No. I would highly encourage a lot of people not to marry artists. <laughs> but it's so much fun. The thing it is, really like, is fun. How, in your 20 years being Corey, how much have you loved the adventure and growing with him? Like how much has that meant to you? I, I think because I've been a part of it from almost day one. Like, I feel invested in it. I feel he's done a phenomenal job of making me be a part of it. 
Um, you know, I would work full-time jobs so that he could go out on the road and make negative money. And so <laughs> he's done a good job of, I mean, when, when we buy something, this is, this is because of you. And he has number one song. This is because of you. So Aww. that part's been great. Um, and her husband's Corey Crowder. He's a great producer, songwriter. And Kristen's married to Low Cash Preston of Low Cash. FYI, anyone who's listening doesn't know. But there's been, you know, plenty of days where it's like, what are we thinking here? You I know? just had one last week when I texted you. It oh, gets yeah. intense. I mean, if we're just being really real. Yeah. I mean, I left. My husband left me with a crying baby. This is not his fault. I'm just like, the bus was leaving. And life rolls on. And we have a two-month-old who is losing his mind. And a two-and-a-half-year-old who had hurt feelings because dad's leaving. And I'm only one person. And he's looking at me like, I don't know that I've ever seen him, like, <laughs> want to stay more with me, you know? But I texted Lainey, and I was like, um friend <laughs> like he's you know Selene called me he's really giving me the business that little two-month-old oh my goodness I remember I got that text and I was like you know what I'm just gonna text her back come over tomorrow let's talk through everything and whatever something was like you have to call her because it's like 10 30 usually if it's night we're not like calling that late yeah but I picked up that phone and call her and a crime baby answers for like two solid minutes yeah love or Kristen. Well, but <laughs> there, little yeah, legend. I said breast party three is all crying right now. Like, <laughs> Everyone's yeah, crying. Yeah. And so it, it broke my heart, and I sat on my bed, and Corey was outside because he sits on the back porch. You know, at night he loves it, and it was too cold for me. And I thought, okay, I'm gonna go down there and tell him I will be back at 7 a.m. in time to like take care of our two babies. But I gotta go down there because legend. I've never heard him cry like that because his stomach was hurting. Mm-hmm. And then you were crying, and I mean, <laughs> and, the love was and then I'm in here like about to cry, and I was just like, it, it broke my heart. But we worked through it. Did you go over there? I didn't. I, I sat there. We it. just talked for like ten minutes, and then I just need to say it. You gotta get it out. Why is that? Like earlier when I came over here, like I just immediately had to cry because you know you just have all these things you're going through and you're stressed out, and it's like as soon as you can cry and get it out to your girlfriends, why do you feel so much better? I feel I like no, you really don't good... have girlfriends or someone to say that to. Are, are miserable people. You I mean, just feel like any sadness only lives in, like, once you bring light to something, it can't exist anymore. I like that. Yeah, and you have to and be able to say the ugly, scary, gross it. things. And they're, yeah. the things that you don't want to bring light to are the things that are, like, the most insecure, the most vulnerable, the most, like, exposing yourself in a way where you're not, like, the strong warrior princess because, you know. Wait. Not, Let's all just admit those do not exist. That's the problem. <laughs> we think they do. They do in Hollywood. They don't. They don't in Nashville no. or any other city I've lived in. Yeah. yeah. That's not real. Like, I'm going to trade place with you because your hair is going to block from the video. Not that we're really no. using the video, but you're so pretty and I want people to not see your face. Oh. Well, you know, I just tell you that I just had an update that my package from Amazon was <laughs> delivered in my Golden Girls State Classy t shirt. Oh. <laughs> Did you get one for all of us? I'm dumber. <laughs> Okay, I mean, if if you're not getting that set for Christmas, it's over. Listen, okay. I claim Blanche. Okay, <laughs> you would. I would just like to be right. <laughs> you are, you're way prettier than Dorothy, but you're reasonable like Dorothy. Oh, it's kind of like sexy. Say no one wants to be Miranda, you know, but like Miranda's the really level-headed one. Yeah, but she's a, she's always grouchy. Who's the old, 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 old? Oh, she's Sophia. 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 I like her. Yeah, yeah, you're she's a mix between Dorothy and I Sophia. Anyways, so I was gonna let me finish this thought because we will lose it. Okay. But I was inspired to hand it over to God. 
That's what we were saying. Wait, what were you handing over to God? Everything? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not falling apart. I mean, we're fine. It's just but also, we like to control it and have it be we're a certain just, way yes. that you want it in your mind. We're in a season of abundance, and abundance is a good thing. I wrote a little post about this, but, like, it's all the things. It's babies. It's songs. It's touring. It's NFL and Pepsi, and it's all these really great things, but all these really great things are just all at once and someone has to hold the home front down and someone has to get on a bus and leave the other someone with a screaming infant to call her friend. So I just had that moment with you last week where I was like, okay, I've got to get all the way down. I just got to unpack all of it. And then I just have to hand it over. And then essentially every time I try to take it back or be in control of my marriage, I say, I'm essentially going to God and saying, I'll take that back because I can do better than you. But we know that's not true. So it's like a good reminder, you know? Like I know. I feel like he keeps looking, like over the last week, I feel like God is like, oh, here she comes again. And I just turn around. I take a U-turn right before I get to him. It's hard to turn around, though. Lainey, you're really good about this. You're talking about that. How, especially like preparing for motherhood, how you have to learn how to, well, I'm trying to prepare for motherhood, how you have to learn how to like give it over to God or else you'll just self-destruct. Oh, completely. I mean... Because you're nervous when you're pregnant that something's going to go wrong. And I'm always scared that, like, even before getting pregnant, that I'm going to kill the child before I get pregnant by something yeah. I do. Which all goes back to fear. Nothing good comes from fear, period. Yeah. At any point in life, and whether you're trying to get pregnant, whether you're trying to start a business, whether you're trying to, I don't know, anything, you, you cannot have fear. But my whole thing was you can be nervous before getting pregnant, while you're getting pregnant, then you're nervous about the birth, then you're nervous about them coming home and dying of SIDS the first however long back then. Oh, you know, then you're nervous about, I mean, I have a six-year-old in kindergarten, is his school safe, and you're nervous about is he getting bullied. Like, if you do not get a grip on understanding, like, every day it is a daily choice to be like, oh, I want to live in fear about my people today, it's a long road. How do you get a grip? Doing it every day. And how do you, when you are talking to God, when say you're in the depths of one of these um, spirals. spirals, which I can easily find myself, even though like I, and it's ironic because I'm one of those people who like preaches have faith, preaches trust, preaches all that. But when it comes to myself and when I find myself in a situation where I really want something or really, you know, you're trying to f- almost force it. It's like you almost X God out of the equation when in every other part of my life, when it's going great or smooth, it's like, Oh yeah, God's totally in control. He's, he's the man. But then when it's not going exactly how you wanted it to go, it's easy for me just to start having so much doubt and fear. My eyes twitching at you again. Well, I like it. Whatever you're saying. (laughs) So what do you tell yourself in those moments? I mean, I think it's just the ultimate belief that God is in control and telling yourself that on a daily basis when you can't make sense of things. Because I've seen plenty of things that I can't make sense of, but I've seen plenty of goodness and love and positivity in the world, too. You know what I mean? I think it's what you choose to focus on, Mm -hmm. at least for me. I mean, if I'm focusing on where in the world is this world going right now and kids these days and whatever, then I'm going to see it. Oh. I just had a little truth bomb come in my head. So we talked about my Amish friends before. I have Amish friends. Okay. Um, and this was on their wall, cross-stitched on their wall. And it says, what you see in a person mostly depends on what you're looking for. Oh, okay. So I really enjoy that. What you see, see in a person mostly depends on what you're looking for. And so um, I with the world. almost feel like I need to like lay down with that sentence for like <laughs> right? 10 minutes. So if you're going to see... Bad and negative and hurt, if that's what you're out to find, that's what you're going to find. Yeah. 
There you go. Dang. Well, and also... Go Amish. <laughs> Lame. Um, also, if you think about, like, Lainey and I talk about all the time, like, when you start to panic about kids, how they're God's kids first, you know? Every baby is God's babies first. We're God's kids before we're our parents' kids. But I think we just really... I don't know. I feel like so many times you're like, okay, they're God's kids first, they're God's kids first, and then you try to take the control back. But, like, ultimately, it's like that with anyone. If you're just looking for, like, there's so much more good in the world. Like, I, I get fearful to go to Target. I'm just being honest, okay? Tar- Target? Mm-hmm. There's something happening outside. I feel like our house, your house is getting cut down. I just said our house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where they are. <clears throat> um, it's like I am fearful of going to Target because I've read, like, too many stories about the kids being taken from Target. Yes. Yeah. How do the kids get taken from Target? You don't even want to know. It like, well, it's like, just this is why I cried twice in labor because I was like, please don't come out of me. Like, I can protect you where you are. Like, I get freaked out when they're on their way out. Like, stay in forever. Yes, you're protected, and you're way easier to travel with. And I love you. <laughs> um, and you're really dependent on my heartbeat, which is so like hopeless romantic about it. Anyways, it's all of those things. I don't know where I was going with that, but it's just fearful, and it's not fair. Like, mm-hmm. there's also so many good things when you're out in public, and there's, like, you know, sweet old people that are, like... I mean, I had this 96-year-old woman stop me in Costco, and she just wanted to look inside the car seat because Legend was sleeping. And she oh, was like, who's in there? Oh. And I said, it's really sweet. She said, how old? And, we, and she was like, oh, I've got five babies. I mean, just using a walker, that's somebody's mama, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's more of that happening at Costco that day than there is baby stealing. Still, I know. It's like there's like, okay, say you have 100% to work with in a day. I, I, just, like I just wasted two minutes of your podcast, but no, there's a point. No, there. but say you have 100% of energy to work with in a day. Yeah. And 98 percent of it is great things like there's so many blessings you can be thankful for but then there's this two percent of fear that's really dark fear that's like awful things that are just like the worst things ever and if you spend all of your energy focusing on that two percent then that two percent of darkness takes over your whole life when really you're just Just laser focusing in on that when you could be focusing on exactly what you said on the things that you want to see but it's like, is it because we know our, once we like visualize or like know our worst fears out there, we get so scared. And if we think if we worry about it and keep it close, then it won't happen. That really, if you worry about it and keep your fears close, you're just living in your fear unnecessarily. Well, it's like, think about, okay, just this may be done. But like, always just think about the sky. It's a great big sky, but one cloud cancels out the sun in two seconds. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. So just shift it through, like keep it moving. Winds have changed. Maybe that's why they don't say get stuck that. on do that cloud. Say, do they say that? That's what they said. I went to yoga this week for the first time. I'm like five seventeen. Did you months. love it? I, I do love it. If I, every time I go, I'm like, I need to do this every day. Yes. But at the beginning of class, when you're like laying there and you're like, why did I get up so early? It's really hot in here. And he said, let every thought that comes across your mind float away like a cloud. Okay, and it was so. Great. Like, Thanks for saving that one. No, it was because I did. I was worrying about something that afternoon, like not crazy worry, but like something I need to be doing. And did Walker have his book bag ready before I left? Blah, blah, blah. And I just like started letting them pass away. So I think it's taking that 2% and letting it pass away. And don't get hooked on it. Don't get hooked on that. Because like if you get hooked on that one rain cloud, then that one rain cloud is your whole sky. Where if you just let it float away, then all of a sudden you got a sunny sky. And you can be back in the sunshine. And even though 
those rain clouds are bringing all sorts of good things once they move. So um, take the quick lesson from it, but don't get hung up on it and let it overtake your it entire yours. life. It doesn't need to be yours. That is the thing. Like, skip it. Just skip over it. Notice it. Get the lesson and skip. Keep moving. Yeah. Don't get hung it. up. Be thankful for whatever goodness you can find in your own life and then go back and focus on the good. Yeah. I We got pumpkins this year. Surprise. I love some fall. But she uh, this chick does seasons. I love seasons. I don't know why. Because it makes you feel so happy. Seasons because she has Aunt Lainey. I'm like, I'm I'm such a bad humbug about Halloween. You are. But after this, when this is over, we're gonna go downstairs and see what happens when you start seasons too early. What happened? The most disgusting rotted rotted pumpkins downstairs. We started. We started the season in like August 15. You should start it as soon as you can. I know that was my thinking, but they don't show you this on Pinterest, like a rotted. Okay, explain what it means to you. Well, I don't know. Just am I too much today? I feel like I, I'm just really into Why would you be too much? Stop. I really You're feel too much in thinking that you're too much. Yeah. Um, no, it's just like what a sentence, you know? Like people just say certain things and it just you're like, wow, that's really something. Like if you start a season too soon. Like don't jump the gun. Yeah, or don't force it. Don't force a season. Hey, I just found this quote. Okay. I'm going to redeem myself here a little bit. You don't need to redeem yourself. Okay. Everything you're doing is great. You are having some bad self-talk right now. Yeah. Which right. is... the bad self-talk jar? I'm going to put one out. Bad self-talk. <laughs> and that has been something that I have Let's been... Let's play a drinking game. <laughs> We're drinking tea punch. But I have been really working on my self-talk. And I want to keep talking about that to everyone listening because you've been a perfect example. Sorry, I'm using it as an example. But it's so easy for us to talk bad to ourselves. Quickly, like, put ourselves I just down. This. My daughter is, like, a little freaking sponge. It is literally Kristen 2.0 at home right now. Like, I showed her a picture from her of herself from a year ago, and I said, love, this is you. And she said, oh, my gosh, I can't even handle that. And I'm like, <laughs> you're two and a half. Like, well, he, so but, like, they're using, you know, they're just watching, and I'm like. Yeah. I like, Mom, we're really on this. We're really struggle busing today. Really struggle busing, she told me. <laughs> Unbelievable, but it's true because it's like you know if I'm talking about how I don't like the way I look, she's gonna know that's the reality. Yeah. Um, okay, so this quote that I found said, "She's not afraid of the weight anymore, for she knows that God will open doors, beautiful and perfect, in their time." I love that. So starting the season too soon leaves you with rotted pumpkins. It does. <laughs> oh, that's yes. Good. That's good, but no one to clean them up. <laughs> Except for yourself. Right. Because mm-hmm. I've left them out there and Corey hadn't noticed them yet. <laughs> did he even notice that you got them? Yeah, they're decorated. They're cute. They're like Mickey Mouse and Batman. And did you decorate them? Little kids did. Not Probably yeah. her initials on a couple down there. Every time she comes over now, she's like, we're going to paint pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, you know, like there's, that's the beauty in just really coming into the season when you're supposed to and embracing the journey a little bit and getting... You know, just soaking up what you're meant to soak up and not rushing a season. I just did a, I was telling you all this, I did a meditation today. And the meditation was, imagine yourself sitting on a park bench with your, with yourself 20 years from now. So your 20 year old, 20 year old future version self. And what would your 20 year old future self say to you now? In the middle of all this, like what would she look down? She'd put her arm around you. And what would she say to you right now? Camo is still a neutral. <laughs> Always. Um, yeah, that's. What would she, What advice would she tell you? Like, what would she tell you that she loved the most about the past twenty years? And what would she tell you? What would What would Every she say? Time you say this, it makes me tearful. I know it's 
Because I really think she's just like, enjoy your life. Like, stop making problems out of not problems. problems. Yes. That's exactly right. It's like... It stop rushing. Stop freaking out. My dad said, it was a couple of years ago when we were talking earlier, like, we were not in a season of success. I mean, we were like verge of it. Whatever success is, but you know what I mean. Like, you're, you're sitting here stressed out about things and... Where is this career going to go and whatnot? My dad said, you two are living in the best days of your life and you don't even know it. I think of that quote all the time. I love that. Like, I don't even know if he remembers that. But that's coming from someone at the time that was probably 60. But it is. Life. It's the big middle of everything. Yeah. You know, we're all young adults. We're all happily married. We have families, starting families. This is like great careers that we're all excited Guys, about. we all live in homes that music built. That's beautiful. Let that sink in. That's amazing. A, a lot of people in Nashville that can't say that. Yeah. It's a blessing. And it's like, I feel guilty for not feeling blessed all the time because I look at my life and I, right now y'all obviously knows, but like we're in a season of like starting to try for a baby and wanting a baby. And it's just like, you know, it's God's timing. And so like whenever I stress about it, I feel guilty about stressing because it's like, what am I upset about? Because God is, has blessed me so much. Why would I get greedy about another blessing and try to jump the gun for when that's supposed to come in my life? Like, I feel, I feel guilty for not being noticing my blessings all the time. What was it you told me you can have what and grief oh, in the same season? Grief and gratitude in the same See? season. I just wrote a blog I'm going to publish for you guys okay. about Beth at Porter's Call, who is like if Joanna Gaines and Brene Brown had a baby, it would be Beth. It's Beth. She's. Can we all go to Beth? No, can Beth come? I mean, every, everyone should have a Beth. How do you get to go talk to Beth? I need to talk to Beth. We can get you to talk to Beth. Great. Beth is the best. The most Christ-like heart. I, I can't. She's she's phenomenal. There's not enough words. But Beth and I were talking the other day because I said I feel like I. This is probably it's circling back to like the marriage part, but it's like you know we have this great gratitude that we have this big season and success, but like. And some people on Instagram start to catch on, like, Low Cash posted a photo in Vegas, and I'm posting a photo in Nashville. Like, we're never together, like, as a family. Hardly ever right now. And... So it's hard because you want to be so thankful for all the success. I am so grateful. But then you're also like, well, dang it, I wish I had my husband and my baby daddy home all the I time. I told him the other day, I feel a little bit like I traded him for these two babies. Like, I don't get to have everybody all at once. I get, and so when I do, I operate out of lack, you know? Like, it's not, I'm not operating out of abundance at all. And when I get him home, I'm like, how are we going to, you know, we're speed dating life. And it's like. Instead, when maybe we should just let it be for so that Beth day. said, I can have grief and gratitude at the same time. So how do you walk that line? What is that to you? I think it's just saying, you know, some this makes me sad, but. Focusing on the positive. I mean, it's like simplified as that is. It's just going, that's really sad. But then I also have this, you know. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can have them both. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about earlier. Because I'm in a season of, I've operated in right and wrong and black and white. Oh, yes. My life. Your creativity. Like, I'm realizing, wait, well, yeah, I kind of am a creative by nature. You're so creative. But you don't I've have to never, be a singer to I know, be creative. I know, but I've never, I just wanted to clarify, I'm not coming out of an album. <laughs> Lady Crowder, the new single drops. Oh, um, I, hey girl, 
Hi, not coming out with an album, but it's to it's to be okay with things not having to have an A or B answer. And, and not people told me that line. There it isn't. It's okay. You can live in the gray. So what are you learning? Because you're redecorating your house right now, and this is when you're having your big revelation. Because yeah, you're I, scared I you're going to mess it up or something. I love decorating. But are but you scared I'm that I'm afraid to pull the trigger because I'm afraid of making the wrong decision? So if there's 20 awesome couches, I'm definitely going to pick the wrong one for my house. But how do you know if it's wrong or right? Because there isn't a wrong or right. But in your your internal voice that's talking to you and dictating these fears, what is that voice saying to you? Like, because I feel that way too. Just with like trying to have a baby and stuff. Yeah. I'm scared I'm gonna do everything wrong. But really, there's no. That there isn't always a right and wrong. So what is your voice telling you um, well, about the twenty perfect couches? The twenty perfect couches. What they represent to me is I don't control. To me, is black and white, right and wrong. Okay. And it's okay this for... This is why we're best friends. <laughs> you know, life is easier, we think, if we are in control. If we can, like, make the right decision, the wrong decision. Like, it operates in some form of, I don't know, like, grid. That's just not why. Have the rules. Yeah, the rules, the rules. The bag of rules. Bag of rules. When I met Kristen, I said, we got to cut the string to your bag of rules you're carrying around with you because you just had rules for everything. We'll get into that afterwards. So no, 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 no. I didn't really want to know what these rules were. <laughs> Yeah, but I wouldn't have you if I had all the rules, probably. It's probably good she cut the rules. I'll, I'll tell you, I definitely wouldn't have either of you if I didn't have the rules. If that makes sense. Because the rules made it so that I couldn't move or fall in love fast or want a baby fast or... They kept you. is my biggest <laughs> anti-rule. He's my anti-rule. Okay. Okay. So I would have never had you. Because I would have never been a boys to men. I never would have met you on bended knee. Yeah, because you'd have never, never done anything. I, I never would have called her about. I didn't know her real name. I just knew her Instagram name. <laughs> a little bit fancy. Yeah, I was like, this really put together fancy. beautiful woman follows me on Instagram. <laughs> um, okay, but these twenty couches to me represent twenty right answers. Oh, okay. So, like, like, how do you know how to pick one if they're all right? With just pick one. So, I'm what like, happens when you pick one? Are you going to think you got the wrong one? Are you going to second guess yourself? To. No, I'm not. Because what's the point in that? Like. What is your what is your brain telling you? Okay, though? there's those twenty couches represent twenty really awesome ways my house could look. Like one's no better than another. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just the new little season that I'm in. Obviously, something's not right. But now. you've always been an athlete too, which I think plays into that. Like black and white and perfectionist. Sure. Yeah, like there's a skill you go learn it, and then you learn another skill. And there's nail it, and there's a way to the do things. In it. You, you learn play the shit out of that. Yeah, sorry about that. You don't yeah. play very good defense, but that's okay. You shoot a really awesome three pointer. Yes, you, you know it, it. It was parameters, and so now that um, it's not even just for decorating. It's like with this mom blog concept thing. It's realizing momic it, relief, which is hysterical because you're so funny, Lenny. Well, so funny. You. So funny. I found myself funny, which is why I started it. I, I could have just as easily left it hidden for no one to find and print my little Instagram books out from it and be happy. But I love it. And I've enjoyed people responding. But it takes some bravery to put that stuff out there. You know, to like go public with your heart and soul. That is being a creative. And that is why... in your dirty car. But that is why people who are creative people, which you are, and I'm glad you're claiming this now, it is very intimidating to put yourself out there because this is coming from the depths of your soul and your brain and then all of a sudden you put it out there and you're like, oh, freak, what if everyone thinks it's stupid? But I think I couldn't have done this 10 years ago because I wasn't confident and okay with who I was. Now, I I really don't. I mean, I'd be upset if y'all didn't like me. (laughs) Which would never happen. But I'm just saying, the rest of the... 
you got your don't people. Care as much. I mean, every now and then does it does that like seventh grade comparison and oh my goodness, I'm a lifetime not creeping. Yes, but those are that's the exception now. That's not the rule anymore. Oh, I love and that. So, but I don't know. Well, isn't that just comes it like so age. much easier to sort? Yeah, I went to an event not that long ago, and I remember meeting someone who on Instagram was this person that I really was like this is amazing. This is like one of my people. And then I got there and I was like, not my people Mm -hmm. sorted quickly. Mm -hmm. It just was not my people. And you just get it and you know it. And I wasn't offended or, you know, I was just like, Oh, it wasn't a match. No. Yeah. And it's fine. It's totally fine. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with them or anything is wrong with you. I always say two really great people don't always make a great couple. Usually that's for dating. So true. That can be friends. You know what I mean? Coworkers, like, you can have two great people, but together. It's not a match. No, it's no, not, it's not, not a match. It, neither like, one's broken. Neither, I love that. Yes, I used to have to feel like my eyes twitching again. I'm sorry, it just has to twitch, guys. Just, just makes me feel like I'm doing a really good job. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> really great. I used. I don't even notice it. Oh, really? I really don't. Mm. It's because her eyes are so pretty. <laughs> I used to feel like. That I had to make everyone like me. So that I had how to. How tired were you? I think that's why I'm 35 and exhausted. And yes. I'm in the season of like zero fucks because I just like, I have my best friends, I have my family, I have my amazing husband. We have this beautiful life that we've built and to work so hard at building and stuck, gone through so many ups and downs to get here. And I'm like, I just am done chasing. I'm done chasing anything. Right now, I mean, maybe I'll jump back on the hamster wheel at some point. But in this season, I'm done chasing career. I'm done chasing people. I'm done chasing I'm acceptance. You need to throw the hamster wheel away. Don't yeah, I don't think you'll ever jump back on the hamster I'm done with the hamster wheel. I've been on the hamster wheel my whole life just trying to keep up, trying to keep it moving, trying to make sure everyone thinks I'm awesome and great and nice and good enough and accepted. And it's like, okay, I am good enough. Here's the one thing. You woke up good enough. The day you were born, you were good enough. That's why we forget. Why do we forget that? I don't know why. I think the world, we allow the world to tell us something different. We allow other people's success to tell us something different. But you are no more valuable today with all the things you've done or haven't done than the day you took your first breath. You really aren't. Because no one... And you feel like, I used to feel like I had to get all these like stamps of validation to be like, this is why you should love me. Because look at what I have done. Or don't you love me for all these things I have done? It's a retired, retired artist mentality you have. What does that mean? Like, it's, it's not the chase. Oh, because I had an artist mentality. Mm-hmm. Always, just like this chase mentality. Just got to get there. Got to get there. Where? Where am yeah, I trying to get? Well, Where's the goal? I want to like disclaim that there is to me two types of artists. Okay. Like, the ones that are chasing for something empty, and then the ones that just can't live a day without doing their craft, because it's <clears throat> who they are, and Absolutely. they without that. And that's just their true God-given talent. And that's who the, it is their being, mm-hmm. which I think is... All of our husbands. Brilliant and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Totally. I have. Yeah. Husbands and this table. I just have... But I love being here. I love being at this spot, even though, like, I'm kind of in a season of just, like chilling and like wondering what's the next step like you know honestly we want to start a family and all that and just kind of waiting for that to happen but it's just I'm so happy to be here that in this place of peace where it's like I know who I am now and I'm learning to love myself just as I am I think that's, that's awesome. it too like that I takes a lot of time and effort well, for me at least you know like divorce did it for me 
the darkest, 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 darkest. Because I met you when you, you were not in the middle of all that. Stop bringing up these free lady days. <laughs> like, free lady. There was no life before the lady Crowder. <laughs> it was no good. No good. Oh, it's BC before Crowder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just remember like I went through really, really dark. I didn't like myself. I made a lot of poor decisions. It was just dark, dark, dark. Not me. But why is it when we're going through something that throws our whole life up in the air? Why is it that we feel like we're that whole mess? Like we feel like we are that mess. That that is who we are. Yeah, I don't know if it's part of like walking in it and carrying it until you can shed it as you walk and keep being forward against. Like, did you almost feel, like, ashamed of it or something? Oh, definitely. It just was ugly. It was not a good time. But then I remember it sorted. I think all those big life changes always do the most God, like, the most God sorting in your life. Like, it just sheds. Every big life change sheds. Miscarriage shed for me. Like, people, energy, you Mm -hmm. know? And I I remember at the end of divorce... Like, I just had this, like, new confidence because I just decided, like, that person who was a fine person and that nine years was just not me. And I don't have to carry it anymore because, and I'm not that. Like, it's a part of my story, but it's not my story. This may sound, like, too, like, basic, the story thing. But it's, like, you just get to a point where you're like, this is what I know. What I know about myself is where I had to go. Mm-hmm. I know I operate out of love 100% of the time. I never mean to hurt anybody's feelings. That I can say that like that is a truth to me. Mm-hmm. I would never intentionally ever hurt anyone's feelings. I love all people. I speak kinder to other people than I do to myself. Most yes. Of the time. Self-talk. Yes. So like I operate out of love and I operate out of integrity. So when I go to bed at night, I just have to know that I at least I'm the only one that has to go to sleep with me. Ultimately, even when I'm laying next to my husband, the mm-hmm. two months out of the year that I get to do that, <laughs> I know that it's, I've done the best I can do in a day and I did it all for the right reasons in my heart. And so if people, you start to slowly but surely learn that like certain people don't fit in your life anymore mm-hmm. because there's people that want, there's people that want to assume you failed or assume that you're, I don't know. There's just, there's a certain type of person that it's someone who's stuck themselves. Yeah. And, you, if and you're, like, you, I could never do anything to either of you that you would be like, I cannot believe Kristen did that. You'd be like, there, surely she did not mean to say it that way. You know that your intentions are always true and You would good. never question me. I feel that 100%. What is it, though, that... So when you meet people that you're like, hmm, like, I don't, I only have people that love and support me. Right I think it's so. I, I think it's when someone else statement. is stuck, though. I think you have to be in kind of a bad place yourself to be wanting someone else to not thrive. Do you think, or for someone to not be I enough would for agree you? With that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you don't want someone else to thrive, it's because it's misery loves com- company. Like you don't want, you know, I you don't need anybody rooting for me to fail. I don't need anybody like pointing out where, like. But isn't that terrible that that's even out there? That that's a thing. That that's just basic jealousy. Blocked about. It's called how a dead smelly rat changed my life. Okay. I don't know if you've had a chance to read no, it, but this is what down. happened a couple weeks ago. I went to get my oil changed. I was running in there like a frantic, crazy mom. I meant to clean my car out. My car is a disaster zone. I'll just be honest. Is there a dead rat in your car? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Wish for so anyway, it. I get out of my car like that mom, and I was like, I'm so sorry to the mechanic. I was like, my car is a mess. Just please don't look at it. It's horrible. It's such a mom car. And he goes, ma'am. I just pulled a dead smelly rat out of the car in front of you, so your car's fine. <laughs> and seriously, 
seriously, within two seconds, all of a sudden, I was like, I'm crushing it. I'm doing so great. Oh, that lady's got a dead rat. I don't have a dead rat. And I felt really great. Like, go ahead, look at my dirt and my dirt, you know? But the more I thought about it, it bothered me that someone else's dead rat, someone else's flaw, made you feel better. Make me feel validated. Oh. And so this whole vlog is about how many dead rats do we see in other people that like bring out our like comparison and then, oh, I'm better. Okay, I, I'm not as bad as that. Or it just made me realize like I cannot let someone else's junk dictate how I feel about myself. Well, I think it's like even though we all try so hard not to get in the comparison game and like we all love our lives, I do think something about knowing you're not alone and the struggle is comforting. Sure. Like totally comforting. It's like, oh, okay, great. I thought I was the only one who was a hot mess. But that person had a dead rat, so like freak, we are all hot mess. It makes you feel like validated. We're all it's together. But we're still looking but we're for still looking for validation is something someone else is doing. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was But a that small is the need thing. of community, too, though, oh, yeah. I guess. But I, I think mean, it takes, like, the small step to just say it, and then everybody else is like, oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Same. But I, I hear what you're saying, because it's like, catch-22, because part of it's like, okay, we're all in this together, we're all doing the best we can, we all have dead rats. But then it's also like, why do I need someone else's dead rat to make me feel good about right. myself? Well, why did I need something worse than, like, my where my car showed up that day to make me not feel so bad anymore. Like, okay, like, I should have just owned it. I have a messy car. I go get it clean when I get it clean. It's no big deal. I threw a goldfish at my kid to keep him quiet. It's fine, <laughs> you know? But... It's fine. They love it. We went to a beach trip last night together. They love it. In Carolina. Throwing it back like confetti. Puffs. Puffs. I was just like, Carolina. Puffs for days. Catch. Carolina was teasing. Carolina, someday you're going to listen to this vlog, and I want you to know that your Aunt Kristen loves you very much, and you were only teething. And that's the only <laughs> but joke. when we get back, I think Preston was cleaning your car. He, he walks in and has hands full of handfuls. Hands full? Handfuls. Handfuls. Uh, that's a hard one. Hands full. Say that 12 times. Both. Times. His hands were full of puffs, and he was like, Kristen, what is this? I mean, it was massive, so that's just how I roll. But I mean, I think it's just at the end of the day, there are no perfect people. Guys, the minute I, and I know this is like yes. super intense, but it's like the minute I put out that we lost a baby, everyone was waiting. All these beautiful women were just waiting to say, same. Like, every, no one, and that was my biggest lesson in that loss was that, like, grief and gratitude at the same time is that we're just all waiting for someone to say it. Like, it's, Every giant, giant loss is coming with something so much bigger. It's crazy to me. Like, these women were all, like, Miss, I said it in the blog somewhere or in an interview. Because you were 12 weeks, right? Yeah, but it's like, yes. Yes, I was. Baby lion, too. Love that little nugget. But, like, it is, it's crazy because I'm like, it, you just, you're, in the greatest loss, I learned that miscarriage, which makes us human, dead rats make us human, messy cars make us human, like bad self-talk makes us human. All of these things, it's, none of it is, you're, no one is exempt from these things. So while we all look good on paper and Instagram and, I mean, I lost a baby, just like someone that works in a cubicle loses a baby, just like somebody that picks up my garbage loses a baby, just like somebody that's a brain surgeon loses a baby, just like people that are IVF doctors lose babies. 
I mean, think about it. No one's exempt. So all of these, like, they're just human, humifying. Is that mm-hmm. a word? Sure. Let's make it one. Sounds good to it's me. It's a humifying moment where you're just, you just, it just levels the playing field. And I think that that's also, to go back to the dead rat and this also, I don't think it's wrong to want to feel connected to other people. No, no. And it's not like you want other people to fail or be in a bad place, but it's just like, oh, thank God that we're connected. Right. This is how Lainey Crowder became my very best friend. (laughs) I was like, finally. A messy car. No, just like all the things. Like, I remember when I met her, I was like, I remember when I met both of you. Like, it's a romance novel, but I can tell you each what you were wearing, but... It was just, like, this, like, moment of, like, oh, my gosh, they must be so put together. They have, I, mean, I remember meeting Lainey, and I never, I tried to tell her the story the other day, and it sounded not, it sounded not complimentary. <laughs> I guess that was so good. I was so like, bad. I remember when I met you, I thought you were so put together. And, and then I like, found out. <laughs> it's so nice to really get to know you. You almost served me expired pumpkin goddess dressing. <laughs> no, it's just, like, you just have these, like, we hold people to these, like, and even in my own home, I do the same thing. My husband's human. He's a superstar. He goes out there and does unhuman things to me all the time. He's unhuman because he... We're oh, he does unhuman cases. things to you, huh? What does that yeah, mean? I'm, I'm just going to... got a baby to bring. <laughs> um, he, you know, it's like he's... Every single night he's out there, no matter... I mean, guys, let's talk about postpartum for five seconds. We're a whole other topic altogether, but... Just in the fights that we would have, and then his superpower is that he can forget that he just got off the phone with his wife, really postpartum. It was bad with love bug. Um, And he would just go on stage, and for 90 minutes, he was, it's his superpower. I mean, he is relentless on the road. He's relentlessly chasing. Our first year of having a baby, he did 265 shows. I mean, it's just relentless, but like. He's still human, too. Like, I forget sometimes he's human. And all of a sudden, when you have the humifying, since we're making that a thing, when he has a humifying tendency, I'm like, okay, yeah, like when he needs me or when there's a dead rat in the car or when Lanny Crowder is <laughs> throwing puffs in my backseat for nine hours on the way to Rosemary Beach. Like, Which is like a five-hour trip. <laughs> but I think putting anyone on a pedestal, no matter who they are, even if it is your husband, who, who, whoever, I, don't, I just don't think anyone can be on a pedestal because no one is on a pedestal. Like, if you put someone on a pedestal, that's a lot of pressure, A, for you to keep them on there because if they let you down and they're on a pedestal, then what does that look like because they're on a pedestal? And then also, they're humans. So it's it's like, how can we put anyone on a pedestal? You can't. And, like, the most genuine human beings, like, I met Mallory Irvin, who I know you're close with. Yeah, Um, I love Mallory. She's the best. And it was the most, like, she just had this, like, light and Christ-like ability to just make me feel like the world disappeared when I met her. And she was so in and so sincere and so sweet. And I'm like, I've really looked up to her as like how she's created this brand for herself and all these things and how she's like manifest. Like, and this is just me watching this. I taught her how to manifest. I gave her the book, Mm -hmm. The Secret. And I was like, you need to do this because she was in a dark place. I gave her the secret. She read that thing, flipped her life around. I'm like, can you please teach me how to do this? Because you are insane. But it's like, that's it. It's just like, okay, well, here's someone who's even more sincere in person. Like, my whole point is it's it's a news feed. And everyone says it's the highlight reel. And it's like, okay, but I don't dislike that it's the highlight reel either. Because I don't want to share dark, horrible thoughts with everyone until I can be on the other side of it and actually have something to contribute. Like... Am I going to go in there and bash people or politics or whatever? It's like, 
What's my point? Mm. No, that's your point. I, I struggle no, with all human, human, humanified. Well, and also like I struggle with that too because like I don't like just putting out the highlight reel like on Instagram because I don't like just putting out pretty pictures and cute outfits at fun events with my cute awesome husband who's doing awesome things. Like I love all that, but there is another side to it. So like it's really important to me to share real no makeup, real things, no makeup, like but really struggles I'm going through like. And I struggle with how to do that because I'll write like a really heartfelt post and then I'll have like massive anxiety about it. Like vulnerable, what is it? I think Benet Brown calls it like a vulnerable ability hangover or something. Like mm-hmm. I'll have like this massive vulnerable hangover. I'm like, oh my God, I overshared. I like went so deep into my well and I just vomited all this stuff out and then I'll go and like delete the post the next day. But because you know it's hard it to be somebody so, somewhere. That's what I think. I'm like, okay, somebody who needed this got it when they all needed right. it. And I'm not quite ready to keep it out there all the time because it makes me feel super exposed and naked. But I feel like that's so important to balance the do highlight it for reel. That reason yeah. and then just be done with, with it. it. Do you remember the day you called me? I was hanging garland. You're like the only reason I knew. I published that blog about the loss of our baby. I put it. I felt so good that it finally lived somewhere. And I and I can't even talk about that because I can feel the tears coming. So I am the next day. Jana Kramer posted it. Who also also going through miscarriage. I'll never forget this. I'm not laughing because loss is funny. I'm laughing because I'm at my house hanging garland and Lainey calls me and I was like, hi. And she's like, I just can't believe this, KB. She's like, I just don't believe it. She's like, it's just everywhere. And I was like, she's like, and I was like, yeah, miscarriage, unfortunately. You know, like, I'm like, yeah, one in three. They say one in three. And she was like, no, you're blocked. It's everywhere. And her sweet little accent. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, everyone's picked it up. Are you not watching? And I'm like, I'm not watching anything. I'm hanging garland. But it was like, she was like, it, it, like people and E and all these. And I was like, are you serious? And none of them had cited me as Preston Brusswife, which was my whole goal. And that was just to be a woman, not associated with country music. Not that it just, it wasn't a headline to me. It was a real life thing. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being like, that was one of my, that whole blog, all of that whole chapter has completely shaped how I think about everything because I just know when I did something for the heart of it, Yeah. when I did it for the right reasons, when I put it where it needed to belong, mm-hmm. it goes where it needs to go. And you don't worry about where it went. And you don't have to force it. That's another thing. You don't even care. Oh wait, what, oh yeah, don't force the pumpkins. Like don't like don't, don't buy content too, too, too soon. And yeah. I, that's my biggest thing too is don't jump the gun. I always want to jump the gun because like I feel like in my heart I always know exactly where I want to go. Like I know where I want my life. You've researched it. I've researched it. I know how, where I want to end up. I know the goals. I have my whole vision plan board planned out till I die. Like I got it all mm-hmm. mapped out. And so I'm like, okay, well let's just get to it. Let's just move along. Next step. Next step. Okay, let's move. We got a little little going on. 20, there's twenty right couches. That's right. Don't don't rush the season. There's 20 right couches. And so it's like sometimes you're in a... And I even got a tattoo. This is what my tattoo is about. Y'all know this. But like my three little birds tattoo. I got... I burned myself with a curling iron. Um, this That's one is it's for Bob. I know. <laughs> Bob Marley. Everything's going to be all right. But the, for the... I got this to remind myself. Sometimes you're waiting on a wire because you're waiting. Because sometimes you have to wait in life. Which is so weird that I got this tattoo because I go through these all the time. Sometimes you're waiting, preparing to fly and soar, and then sometimes you're crashing. And it's just like, and the cycle repeats. So you're never always going to be waiting, you're never always going to be flying, and you're never always going to be but crashing. You can I show you all this piece of art? Yes. 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 Um, these but are the only two things I bought at Furniture Market, were pieces of art. One is not a rug, and one's from one of my best friends in college. She's amazing. 
But it's like, to me, I have to remind myself because I like to be in the soaring phase. Yeah, That's when I like... All those things have the best... Each stage, each bird has the best... One has relief. One has the best view. And sometimes it's great to rest. Like, I'm in more of a resting, waiting phase right now. Mm -hmm. And you have to enjoy that because how wonderful to have time to replenish your well. So then when you are flying and soaring, you got the strength and energy to do it. So true. Okay, let's see it. Okay, I'm not taking this out. This says once upon a time, but it's all broken and messed up. Sometimes life is a fairy tale and sometimes it's not. That's it's okay. I love that. So it's just reminding yourself of that. Like, yeah, some days feel that way, some days don't. Either one is right and wrong. This is grief and gratitude all together. Grief yeah. and gratitude. You know, and that's that made me think of All the seasons. Like, you have to have all the seasons. Can we go back to this Instagram thing? This yeah. This of like post or not yeah. post. I've been thinking a lot about this too. Just To post or not to post? Obviously, there is this pressure where it comes from, don't know, to post things or not post things, right? And now Instagram is just a part of our life and so society and culture and the way it is. I feel like I'm not even like living sometimes. I'm like living your lives with you, but I'm not. I know. Instagram's crazy. It's but bananas. But I do think we get caught up in, we have this responsibility to people or ourselves to be putting ourselves out there. No one's ever made us do that uh -huh. or told us we had to do that or told us we don't have to do that. I think we do buy into a lie sometimes that like this has to be such an integral part of our life. Yeah. Like even to the point of, well, I'm, I'm growing a brand or I have a business or whatever. Yes, to some degree, but no to some degree. Yeah. Like we, we get to decide what it looks like. You know, we, we get to make the choices in it. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And it's like, if this doesn't, if you don't like putting this out there, don't. If you do, do. You know, I right. don't, we don't have to overthink it. I guess that's. And we shouldn't do it, going back to what you said with your blog, too, we shouldn't do it unless it's truly coming from a place where we are connected to what we're posting and feel like it's something we want to say and want to put out there. But Just because like we feel it. that's like the for life for me right now. Very Same. Real. Like, I'm not going to a party so Same. that I can be tagged at a party. And I used to be that way. I used to want to be at all the things and, and all the people. I used to want to be invited to all the things. Yeah. And now I'm like, I mean, even with Preston, like, he's like, can you come to this Boston game, NFL, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I just have to be honest. Like, I would rather be home with my babies. Mm -hmm. This is your season there, Annie. You don't so, want to miss it. But I'm like, but it's it's so great, right? Because it's like, I get to say I'd rather be home with these people. Yeah. And that's my choice. And I'm like... And you feel, and you feel confident in that choice. And you don't oh, feel not even sad or FOMO. No. FOMO, if you're missing out, I think everyone knows what that means, but some people might not. my husband introduced me to Jomo, which is the joy of missing out. Jomo, baby! So, yes, Corey! <laughs> you have Jomo, and you, you go, like, the second you feel the FOMO, you go, wait, what did I get to do instead of what's going on right now? Oh, my I gosh, love I'm that. enjoying that. I got to have this conversation. I got to, you know... Hang out with my kids. There you go. I got to have 20 minutes of silence to myself. Whatever. Jomo. I love that. Yeah. I mean, someone introduced it to him, so don't like give him all the credit. It's not like Corey <laughs> Crattering. Yes, no. TM. <laughs> sure, it's trademark somewhere. But I <laughs> but love that. But me to it. But I think I, the reason I'm wanting to have these podcasts, the girlfriend confidentiality, or confidential, whatever we're calling <laughs> What am I calling this? I don't know what this thing is called. Is you get to make the choice. There is no right or wrong. There is no right or wrong. I'm Girlfriend Happy, the host of what did they call this? The host of what the heck is this called? I don't know. That's about my life right now. What the heck am I doing right now? What the hell am I doing? That should be what I call this. <laughs> I was listening to 
and what the hell am I talking well, about? We all feel that way. Like that's just it. Like we were earlier having before we started recording, having these conversations about like really deep things, and I'm like, I, no one is nailing it. I had a friend. No Kim one Rose, is nailing it. Kim Rose, if you're listening, you have changed my life with one sentence. No one is nailing it. No, no one is ever nailing it. No one is ever nailing it. And you it. remind me today, and I'll remind you tomorrow. And we'll just keep passing it on because. But that's why I want to have these because I have been super uninspired lately with just anything. I've just been kind of in a funk, just kind of like, ugh. You know, what is the point of any of this? I'm just not like fired up about anything right now, which is just a season. But to me, having real talk and being able to share that, especially with women out there, because I know a lot of women aren't as open as we are, you know, and I think a lot of women need to hear these kind of conversations just to realize that you are not crazy, you are not alone, you, other people have dead rats in their cars, and it's okay that and we... you know what? If I have a dead rat in my car next month, it's okay. It's going to be totally okay. <laughs> But like you said, no one is nailing it. And like, even if you look picture perfect and even if you seem like you have it all together, who does? Nobody. Also, who cares? Exactly. Who are we comparing ourselves to? Why? Isn't the goal happiness? If you can find peace and happiness in Jomo with yourself, then who cares? Then you are are nailing it. Then you are nailing it. Yep. You're nailing it. Okay. Don't start the season too early. Don't. And there's, pick any of the 20 couches. What was that one? There's 20 right couches. There's 20 right couches. Right, right. Right. Because right. you're going to sit no matter what. And for me, I'm not going to kill my unborn child even before it's born by, go. like, I don't know, so eating something or, or, like, I need you to not stress. Stressing. Because it's not even for you. And it's we're going to need that, that eye to stop twitching before you go. My eye is so, twitching. No more stress. Oh, gosh. Live in the moment. I just want to be more like my daughter. And right, I just, just in, really overanalyzed when in the cycle, life cycle, do you start adopting the rules? When do you? Because at two and a half, she doesn't have the rules yet. And I love it about her. She walked mm-hmm. into showroom Nashville yesterday with a fancy Nancy costume, a faux fur, red jacket, and floral Doc Martens. Like she owned the place. But when do we lose that? I don't know, but that's what I'm, like, the best part of parenthood to me right now is just, like, watching, like, when do you start to learn a rule that makes you not as comfortable? Like, Lainey and I had just talked about yesterday how I kind of got, I feel like a more basic version of myself, and I don't like that. Like, I can write all these things and share all these things, but the minute I go to choose an outfit, and fashion is one of my favorite things, I will pick something that's safer just because I'm like, oh, what is But not today you're wearing stripes and leopard skin. So liberating. But it is like, when do you start caring what everybody else thinks? But I think now we're in the undoing that. I think that's what happens now. So maybe like you keep it when you're young. You kind of lose it in those conformity years. Like when you got preteen and 20s and early 30s and all that. And who knows? It can go on for as long as you want. But for me, I feel a distinct season shifting. And I think we're all there. Where it's like, I am undoing that like I'm moving in a new direction where it's like becoming more myself than ever because I don't be excited for our kids yeah because I don't want that our kids 
are going to be different. Raising a better generation is something I really believe is happening right now. And raising one just to be more free in themselves, not to put all these like society standards that you have to be something like uh, growing up now, like if, if Michael and I have kids who are gay or gay or something that's not typically in the normal, I would be so happy. Whereas that those back in the day when our generation, that was a stressful topic. You know, if your kid's not following protocol exactly, everything's a stressful topic. But like, this, mm -hmm. the, at least in the community that we live in, I feel like we all are so open to all of it. As, lo as long as it's in love, just lives their best life. No harm to anyone else lives with integrity and love, and then you can just go ahead and stay in your lane. But why do we need to get everyone boxed up? I was even thinking about that with religion. Like, why do we need to have everybody so boxed up? Why do we need to say, you're in this box, okay, we're safe because we're all in this box. Or like in life, like we're in this box, so we're all boxed up and safe, so we can relax because we all agree. This that all goes back to control and right or wrong choices. People like to have that because they feel like they're in control. Yeah. They're not. But okay. it's like, why do we need that control? And who was the first person that was the rule maker that decided that that was the way it had to be? Because honestly, if you go back to the Bible, Jesus is love. And the first rule is love your neighbor as yourself. So it should stop right there. Like, where do all the other rules come from? You know, humans. I mean, we could get into a big old theological conversation, <laughs> but follow the follow <laughs> thing. There's sin, there's darkness. That's where all that starts. But I just think, and you look to find what you yes. see in a person mostly depends on what you're looking for. And I think that... If, <laughs> We're just looking couches at couches and what's the cross Pumpkins. Pumpkins, right? What? Listen, this is what I, I pray over both of my kids every day before they walk into school. And I say, God bless you and keep you. Have fun and do your best. Love yourself and love others. Way to teach self love. Because that's that is very so important. big to me. And self it's not love. Was denied it or wasn't allowed to have it. I just, it just wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing to teach. It wasn't so, nurtured. It wasn't. I nurtured. think we all have it. It's just how much was watered. That just Everybody wasn't part of self and love others. Like those are yeah. so equally important to me. Love yourself is number one. Yeah, I agree. Because if you can't love yourself, how can you fully love anyone else? And I've had to like figure out how to self love. Because I, even though I had great family, great opportunities, like it's taken me a long time to get into being in love with myself. Well, no matter how many people you love, you still have a end up empty. Mm-hmm. True. If you don't love yourself. And I think you can really only love yourself if you are connected to something bigger. Bigger than yourself that you can trust, that's calling the shots, that you get to just listen and be You feel like it. a chosen daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm a daughter of a king, and that is priceless to me. That's every morning right now. It's on my mirror. I'm the daughter of a king. I love that. And we're all meant to be here. Mm -hmm. It's a miracle that we're here on this earth. Amen. So let's live it up and have a good time and not get hung up on the 2% that's sad and depressing. And let's live in our 98%. That's moves. awesome. Those clouds are moving. Don't get stuck in the rain cloud. Push it aside and get back to the sunshine. Yeah, Learn what you need to take from the rain, but let well, it water your plants. But yeah. don't stay there. Don't mm -hmm. live there. Don't park your don't freaking like camper. Don't chase that dang cloud around wherever it goes. Don't follow it. Yeah, don't get in your <laughs> camper and start following it and thinking that you got to stay but connected. If you are a storm chaser and that's your passion. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, no, we're just talking literally, not big way. Figuratively. Okay. Well, should we wrap up? Let's leave your light. I always do that. So leave your light. Leave some inspiration, although this whole thing is inspiration. Like one right. little nugget. I'm leaving this nugget, which I also tell my children every day and myself. The Lord did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. And now I have it in my kitchen, thank to you. thanks to you. And I don't remember life BC. Before Crotter. <laughs> so glad. <laughs> I'm sure it was not awesome. There is no life BC. That's right. 
Um, I will say that if your heart, spirit, mind is aligned with something that you need to say and you say it for all the right reasons, then you should say it because I promise whatever you're saying, no matter the stage, you don't have to be nailing it. It doesn't have to be perfected and you don't have to be on the other side of it. Someone is met with those words and those thoughts exactly where they are today. I love that. What's your life? And I'm going to say self-talk, like you said, because that's the season I'm in. Loving yourself first. Not in an egotistical way, but like truly valuing yourself, valuing your thoughts, your feelings, not being hard on yourself. Valuing. Valuing. Mm. Treating yourself with kindness and knowing that you are valuable and meant to be here. And so don't talk smack to yourself. You even changed if, my life with that word just now. I'm writing it down. Valuing. Even if you're upset with the way things are going or you're pissed at how things have shook out, find a way to love yourself through it because it's... It's just, we shouldn't be hard on ourselves like that. We shouldn't be mean to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's my thing, self-talk. So just love yourself no matter what's going through. And nothing's terrible. You can always, like, redeem yourself from any situation. There's always something to be learned. There's always something to come from it. And so that's it. A lot of self-love. Love you guys. Love, love you. you. Okay, girlfriend, keep confidential out. Out. Yeah. Or what the hell did I just say? Caroline. She's the queen of talking, hey, what's on your mind? She's on the inside, she got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top ten for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.